0: Hey guys, welcome back to the book club series, the series where I take a look at one of the books that I've been reading recently. I go over some of my key takeaways and I tell you who I feel would benefit from reading this book. So this week's book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, This for me is the mac daddy of books in regards to habit building and the science behind it and how you can implement it into your own lives to basically achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve in your life. And this book is, there's a couple of different ones that you can get. If you type in books on habits, there's a bunch that are all great. But for me, this one brings most of the key ideas and key scientific practices into one place. So if you were just going to look to read one of the books, this is the one I'd recommend. He obviously talks about the power of habits and how Our life is effectively just made up of loads of mini habits that happen throughout our day. And if we can bring a certain level of awareness to that, we can have a dramatic effect on the long term results that we achieve based upon the habits of our life. He talks about getting 1% better every day. But of course, the realistic nature of it is, is it's actually about getting zero point zero 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 one percent better every day. But over your lifetime, it's the similar to money. It's the compounding interest effect of those habits over time. For example, reading a book for 20 minutes once day, once a day, one time is not going to have much of a dramatic impact on your life. But 20 minutes of reading every single day over 10 years is a huge amount of knowledge that you're going to absorb. It's more than you would have read in a three-year university degree. And instead of it being a full-time thing intense over three years, it's simply 20 minutes of your day. A half-hour workout is not going to do anything on its own but the habit of working out daily is going to give you more energy, help you maintain a healthy body weight, keep away diseases and illness. And this is the effect of developing and building good habits. The other side of this, of course, is the breaking of bad habits. So being able to take things that we know aren't serving us, but that we do them anyway. Smoking, drinking alcohol, consuming pornography, watching too much TV, playing too many video games. You get the idea. We get into these negative habits that aren't truly serving us in where we want to go and who we want to be in our lives. So it's a remarkable book. One of the key takeaways is the the, the cycle of habit creation. And he talks about the idea of the cue the cue being the thing that sets you off on a habit loop. It's the thing that starts you. So as an example of a bad habit, let's take smoking. The cue might be that your, your boss is being mean to you and that makes you anxious and that anxiety makes you want to smoke. You go smoke and that relieves your anxiety. And then this loop goes round where you've developed this solution for the problem. I'll tell you one that I broke a little while ago. uh, And it was this book that kind of helped bring it to my attention. I was always having to have a couple of biscuits when I made a cup of tea. And I had this thing that I'd make my tea and almost on autopilot, I'd pull out a selection of biscuits and I'd eat a few. Again doing that every now and then is absolutely not a problem. In fact, it's a very nice thing to do. But if that becomes a daily habit and you're daily consuming all this sugar and extra calories, that over time is not going to serve me well. And what he talks about in this section is when you're trying to build good habits, you need to make sure that these habits become irresistible. So let's take an eating habit. If you wanna eat more fruit and vegetables, you need to make sure that those fruit and vegetables are prominently available in your kitchen. They're not stuffed in a drawer somewhere, they're not hidden away in a cabinet, they're in a fruit bowl on your kitchen table so you see it every day. If you want to eat less biscuits, less junk food, you need to make it more difficult. You need to remove these things. Take them out of your house. Don't keep them in the cupboard. Don't have easy access to them. Put friction in between you and doing that thing and you can help to break that habit loop and then replace it with something that serves you better. Now, he goes on to a whole lot more ideas in terms of the development of habit and, of course, discussing the benefits of it to you in the long run. In terms of who should read it, like many of the books I recommend, I'd say this is one that everyone should try to pick up and read. But in particular, if you are trying to break a bad habit like smoking or excessive drinking, this book really will help you to skip a lot of the steps along the way because he does not demand of you to get some willpower. He doesn't tell you to just simply, you need to just understand how bad smoking is for you and you need to toughen up and just get on with it. If anything, he makes it very clear that it's almost got nothing to do with it, that willpower is not what you need. And instead, you need systems and you need an understanding of the science of how we develop these habits and therefore how we can either break them or how we can reinforce them so that they become beneficial tools to us in the long run. So atomic habits. James Clear highly recommended book for everybody but especially for me those people who are struggling with breaking a bad habit and need to get a deeper understanding of the way they behave why they behave like that and what they can do to make some changes. And as always take care of yourself.